Hey there, this is Andrew. I'm bringing you another Keyforge house set review. We're going to be going over Mass Mutation Saurian in this video, and uh, I have joining me Julian. Hey, Julian. Hello. Uh, Julian, a.k.a. Shaka. <clears throat> and uh, actually, I, this just popped in my head, but I'm going to I'm going to say it. I think um, uh, when I hear other people talking about you playing your games, which I hear other people talking about you playing your games often because of various uh, places that you pop up. They um, people people struggle with how to say it. So, do you want to set the record straight here? Uh, sure. So, um, Julian, very common. It's not a very common name. It's an uncommon name, but uh, I like it a lot. And yeah, pronounced Julian, Spanish Julian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> French wait, Julian. Wait, I'm so I'm I'm I was really unclear. I didn't mean Julian. I meant Shaka. No, I, I'm I'm trying to be funny. Yeah, oh, okay, you okay. <laughs> you, you you it's the it's your English heritage pop <laughs> popping out there the dry humor. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, so actually, yeah, Julian is more of a name in the UK, I believe, than um than in the states, but. <laughs> Yeah, I'm running. I'm running into more Julians these days. Anyway, um, Shaka. Yeah, uh, that's one of my middle names, and uh, yeah, that's how I was taught to pronounce it. Um, and you can also pronounce that name as uh, Siaka. Um, it, I guess, it just depends on um, you know what language you're speaking or uh, where you're from. But if you if you say it like really, you know, like the name, the Irish name, like Siobhan. Uh -huh, right? uh -huh. um, so maybe something like that. Yeah. And, and I'm always, I'm always a fan of uh, saying people's names the way their mother would, if I, if I can help it. Um, so, and, and I actually recently uh, found out talking to somebody else that I'd been calling them by a nickname for, probably over a year and that they don't they don't go by that nickname and uh i was completely mortified so um it's just i just it's always worth it to try to try to make sure we're doing the the i mean you know it's good to be forgiving too but um always try to do the names right cool okay so um so julian thanks for being here and uh maybe you've been here before so you don't need to give like a a full introduction um but I wanted to give you a chance to give an update on um, especially like what Keyforge post COVID has been like for you and um, and yeah, other stuff you've been up to. Sure. Uh, Keyforge has been pretty fun um, during the lockdown. It's been a great way to connect with people, even though we can't really meet in person. Uh, of course, we'd miss the online, I mean, the in-person events, but the online events are pretty fun. And uh, I've been able to participate in a lot of competitive events since the lockdown because much of that stuff uh, moved online and it's been pretty fun. So I've been involved with that. Um, the Agent Bear Republic team has gotten a lot more uh, active and uh, we've been doing some pretty great things like running our league. Um, which is where 
we have a bunch of team captains and they draft people uh, to play many different formats. It's a lot of fun. You get to use many yeah. different decks and meet new people. Um, and we've had pretty good representation in a lot of the competitive events online. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, the ABR League has just been um, absolutely fun. And, um, I th yeah, the one of the funnest things for me is how we keep changing up the formats and um, keeping it fresh that way. Although I will say, I think um, Coat has been doing a pretty good job in that regard, too. And, and um, so it's, but it's been nice seeing various formats show up over, uh, over online play. And then, um, yeah, and then you are for the, for the second time uh, in the, in the KFPL league uh, as well. So I, I know you have your first match coming up later this week. So good luck with that. Thank you. Um, okay, cool. So then uh, let's go ahead and start talking about Sarian. Um, and I'll start with the question. If you if you sit down at a... Well, it's kind of funny because we haven't gotten to do, you know, in-person sealed events uh, with Mass Mutation. But, you know, use your imagination. You, you sit down at a sealed Mass Mutation event. Your opponent, uh, you see they have Sarian in their deck. You don't know what cards they have, but you know that they have Sarian. What what kinds of uh, capabilities are you going to expect out of the deck? It can vary. Usually, what you see with Sarian cards is some kind of exalting, but those are generally a penalty for for doing something. Um, so I would imagine that okay, like. Uh, Octavia and Thero Centurion can do some capturing. Um, Citizen Tricks can do some stealing. So I imagine to see pretty good amber control, um, big bodies, um, and good uh, spot removal. Um, mm -hmm. So the Dino Mutants can come into play with an Exalt and deal three damage. So. Yeah. Generally, I think like strong board presence and and maybe some artifacts that uh, affect your amber in some way. Yeah, yeah, totally. I uh, definitely expect board control in some form or another. Um, yeah, whether it's in three three damage can deal with a lot of problems. Um, yep. Uh, but but also yeah, some big bodies, um, and then some capture. Uh, some amber movement. I actually feel like the amber movement in in mass mutation is stronger than it was in in worlds collide because you have uh not only chant but you have um oh man what what's his, uh well we'll, console we'll primus yeah yeah exactly console primus moving stuff and um as well as like humble and patronage so. So you, you have kind of like a strong amber manipulation game. Um mm -hmm. and then uh and and I think well I guess there were some in Worlds Collide, but there are more effects in mass mutation that would cause your opponent's creatures to be exalted as well, which can kind of be a a way to uh to generate amber. And then um and then I kind of feel like Again, just com overall compared to Worlds Collide, uh, Worlds Collide had a lot of ready and use stuff that just isn't here, so they took kind of a hit in that regard, and and there's less taunt, 
Um, mm -hmm. And then I put a note in here that I just, I generally miss Falophosaurus. Uh, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, great card. Yeah, but, but I will say I recently um, ended up with a deck with a couple of different monuments that worked really well together and, and uh, helped me appreciate the, the monument game a little more uh, than I had before. So anyway, uh, yeah, definitely a, a different flavor overall than still, still definitely same Saurians, but um, stronger in some areas and weaker than others than worlds collide. Yeah, I, I would say their scope has reduced a bit. Mm -hmm. um, in worlds collide, it seemed like Saurians were, uh, they just had it all. Like the creatures had high power. Yeah. They had good effects. Uh, ranging from warding to efficiency uh, to amber control, uh, amber generation. Like the cards just did like everything that's good in Keyforge. It's like, oh, but there's this sort of exalt drawback, except there are right. a lot of ways to have that not actually be a drawback, whether you right. can spend the amber or move it to your pool or it goes to the common supply rather than back to your opponent or you could ward the creatures. Um, so it was just very strong. In this set, I think the effects have centered... There still is a lot of uh, exalting, um, but I feel like for the actions, exalting can be a way for you to exalt like enemy creatures and, yeah. and get more amber, or it has to do with uh, some kind of amber control. And then, you know, from time to time, you see like other good effects with um, like spot removal. Uh-huh. It, it seems more limited to the scope of what Saurians can do is more limited, I think, in this set. And to me, it kind of gives it more of a cohesive identity than it had before. Yeah, that yeah, that makes sense. And they're probably, um, to some extent, getting sh the space shoved a little bit by having Sanctum back in. Um, so it that I think I think it's it's good. Yeah, they were probably a little too much in in Worlds Collide. Um, so probably a lot more uh more fair here and i i, I feel like a, a similar thing happened to the star alliance okay so so let's say then um <clears throat> flipping seats here you are uh opening a deck to use at a sealed event you see it has Sarian on it uh what is the the next house you'd like to see uh on your deck I would say for sealed, I would want to see Sanctum. Mm -hmm. I think there's some chance for some really interesting synergies with Captured Amber yeah. in Sanctum. Um, because it, if you have Saurian, let's say you have Perfectus Ludo in your deck, that makes your Lieutenant Gorvanal a lot more interesting. Or uh, any of those capture icons that are coming with the general Zalvadors or whatever um, suddenly are doing better things because you can delete the Amber with Ludo, you can spend it with Brachus, uh, you can have Curiosaurus going on or th uh, things like that. Like Spoils of Battle is suddenly a lot more alive if you yeah. have a lot of captured Amber on your creatures. Yes. And and Saurian also has that board presence. So if you have Saurian and Sanctum, Sanctum provides the taunt some protection for some critical creatures. I think you could have a very nasty board state 
and yeah, like Axiom of Grisk, like if Sanctum yeah. creatures have Amber on them, like they're not getting destroyed by that. So Ancient Power works well. I just think yeah. there are a lot of great synergies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I totally agree. The only, and, and that's, Sanctum is what I put too, so I 100% I agree. I think the, the, the danger there is you're going to be, you know, weak to board wipes if your opponent can consistently wipe the board you're going to be uh you're going to be sad but in in sealed you're less likely to have that problem um so yep for for sure they just they are like a, a hand and a glove there um okay so what about what is your favorite in-house combo so one combo uh, one of my favorite mm decks that has saurian um is Amphora Captura and mm -hmm. Chance of Hubris. Mm -hmm. So you capture and then you move the Amber to their creature. So instead of uh, having to engineer like the right situation to right. get an Amber on your creature and then move it, like with the Amphora, you just turn the pip that's on it into a capture and then immediately move it into their creature. So in effect, you're getting... Um, like those Mars uh, capture onto your own creature kind of right. effects out of hand, uh, which I think is pretty cool. I also like Chant of Hubris with Citizen Tricks because you, uh -huh. you get the steel and then you move and then you oh. get an amber for playing it and then you move the amber to the other creature. Yeah. So feels so bad. That's uh, yeah. It's like you didn't get any downsides like play, steal one, amber's on the other creature, that's two. You got one from playing the card, that's three. It's pretty nice in multiples. Right. Um, yeah. For me, I put uh I put Curious RS and City State Interest. And uh I know I know that some people really hate Curia, but um I I love especially like rare artifacts like that 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 drastically change the rules of the game. And mm -hmm. uh and then and then once you have a Curiosaurus on the board, the the question is just like, okay, well, how do I, how do I maximize the value of this? And city state interest just turns it into such a such a powerhouse for, um, uh, you know, it, it especially if you have board control, which you probably do, um, it it effectively turns into like steal all your opponent's amber, but slowly. Yeah, it's it's pretty powerful. Um, that reminds me of other combos with city-state interest, but they were in Worlds Collide too. Um, uh -huh. Like uh, city-state interest and Axiom of Grisk is just nasty. Yep. Like you took you took all their amber and then destroyed all their creatures. Yep. <laughs> and like ancient possibly power. even warded yeah. one of your yeah yeah ancient power also. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. City-state interest is real good. Yeah. Um, okay, what about, uh, there's only one set to pick from, but, uh, if you could have any legacy cards show up in a Mass Mutation Saurian deck, what, what would you want? This is another thing that comes into, like, Saurians did everything, um, right. in the previous set, because they, they had three key cheats. Yeah. Um, which, I don't even think any house, any other house in any set had three in yeah. one set like even untamed yeah um, even, well, maybe even, shadows like uh, Nightforge and key of darkness and was there a third no one? no they don't they no. only ever had two yeah. and 
And, uh, yeah, when you think about the fact that Untamed only has three over four sets, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it's 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 pretty silly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like, let's just keep dumping them in Saurian. I think the Colosseum would have been really interesting in, in Brobnar, uh, for yeah. example. But uh, anyway, so I would want to bring back um, Imperial Forge. Yeah. I think, uh, especially with Sanctum, uh, you could do some nice things with that card. So I would love to see that as a legacy. I actually think you have more Exalted Amber. I haven't tested this or anything. My gut tells me there's more Exalted Amber on, uh-huh. in Mass Mutation than in um, Worlds Collide. Yeah, and definitely more Amber on sitting on creatures overall. Right? Yep. Yeah, especially yep. if, like if you said if you have Sanctum. Um, yeah, Imperial Forge is definitely a card that becomes better if you bring it forward. Um, mm-hmm. So, and and yeah, there were other ones too. Like there, there are so many. There were just so many good cards from from Worlds Collide. Sorry, and that were were easy. I I end up going with, um, I end up going with Phalanx Strike, which is a little weird because I like they don't they don't totally need it. Um, but I I love playing like Worlds Collide decks with two or three Phalanx Strikes because you just have so much constant board control. And uh and even though the the plinks from um yeah, from like this the Saurus creatures are good, um the ability to just uh call down fire from the sky <laughs> twice in a row with Phalanx Strike <laughs> is is something I, I miss. So that was my pick there. Um, okay, and then last question before we get into the cards. Um, if you could bring over any Maverick in uh, in Mass Mutation to Saurian, what would you pick? I think something that synergizes with uh, Captured Amber. So I'd say maybe uh, Gizzleheart Standard. Give everyone some armor. Beef them up. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, that enhances your your board control as well as protecting that that amber for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so and I I picked uh based on I also picked a sanctum card, which is just goes to show you how crazy synergistic they are. Um, I picked Lady Lorena, and my reasoning is like like you said, sanctum can can really fill that that uh taunt void. Um, mm-hmm. and being able to, but even so, you still have to like plop, either have the taunt already there and drop the Saurian creature that you want to protect or have it survive a turn so you can drop the taunt and being able to like play, uh, like a console primus or a Faust and then just drop lady, like play both of them and then drop lady Lorena next to them. Uh, I think Oof. would, would feel very good. Um, and alas, that is, well, it might exist somewhere, but it's going to be rare um cool okay so uh any any last thoughts before we start walking through the cards no let's get started okay cool so uh i'll uh i'll kick off with the first two here um so the first one is one we see with every house uh but don't see often enough uh dark amber vault uh is an artifact it's location 
says after you play a mutant creature, draw a card. Each friendly mutant creature gets plus two power. Um, it's it's a it's a stupid good card if you get it with a lot of mutant creatures and uh, yeah, good luck finding one of those decks. Um, but they're they're cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I I don't think I have a great deck that has Dark Amber Vault. Really wish I did. Yep. Agreed. Uh okay, and then the next one is is one we we've seen uh in two other houses. Uh and that's it's coming. It's an action with a bonus amber. Uh it always comes if you uh in conjunction with a gigantic creature. And it says, play, search your deck, and discard pile for either half of a gigantic creature. Reveal it and put it into your hand. Shuffle your deck. Um, and yeah, it's not a, uh, it's not an amazing. I mean, it would be an amazing effect if you could just target any card. Um, but uh, but for it, it mitigates the the downside of having to put two cards together. Yeah, I found that. Usually in games, I can play the gigantic creature if it's in the deck, and this card helps a lot with that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And if, if you, for this, it if you, work. yep, and if it wasn't going to work out, or then you can use this card to take the other piece out of your deck and discard it. Right. Yep. Okay. Uh. All right. All right, so I'll do the next two. Um, Axiom of Grisk. Play, ward a creature, destroy each creature with no amber on it. Gain two chains. Card is still extremely good. I suppose in Mass Mutation, there's more, um, more of a possibility of your opponent's creatures having captured amber on them because of the capture icons, mm -hmm. which are... Um, all over the place in this set. Mm -hmm. So maybe it doesn't work as well as it used to. Still, it's really, really good. Beware the Ides. An action card. Uh, you get an amber, and it says, deal 23 damage to a creature in the center of the controller's bad line. But this card's pretty cool. Reference to um, the assassination of Julius Caesar. Uh-huh. Uh, he's, you know, the leader of the mm -hmm. Romans and sort of my namesake, I guess. Uh -huh. And I, so I did like the flavor a lot. Um, and this card, it, it's not that bad. When I first saw it, um, I didn't think it was going to really work much. Mm -hmm. um, however, you can, you can play around it pretty well um, if you have it, right? Because you set up so that you have an even number of creatures and then you won't be forced to target yourself and you can play it right. for Amber or if they have an odd number of creatures, you can essentially just take a creature off the board and maybe it's not the most interesting one, but getting an Amber and destroying a creature is pretty good. Like usually you there's some sort of downside when you destroy an opponent's creature or, you know, minimal upside. Right. Like even, even whale of the damned, uh, there's no pip. Like you just get an enhanced capture. And right. that's like destroy any creature. But this is like you get a pip and destroy a creature. It's in the middle. Maybe not necessarily the one you wanted, but it's it's still good to get rid of it. Um, unless they're trying to set you up with a trap with like put, you know, one of the fiends in the middle or <laughs> inspector sure. or something like that. I, yeah, that, that's never happened um, in any right. game that I've played. But maybe that'll 
I've revealed the secret. More people. Are doing that. <laughs> yeah, next. That's next level meta. I, yeah, I think um, people people tend to have creatures they care more about in the middle, probably more than half the time, right? Because they're maybe they're taunting it or something like that. And so, um, but yeah, like you said, usually if the if playing this would hurt you, you usually can manipulate the situation to either to your advantage or, or to where it's at least not bad. Um, and, uh, and I, I, yeah, I love the, I, I love that they even, you know, did the, the, the 23, which I, if I remember right, is the supposedly the number of times that he was stabbed. Um, mm -hmm. but, uh, I mean, that's all, I, I don't know how much I believe those, those details. It's fake news, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but 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 apparently he was stabbed a lot and very dead. Um, yeah. Cool. Okay. So so next one is uh is one you brought up. Um, definitely a great card. Chant of Hubris. Uh, it's an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you move an amber from a creature to another creature. Um, and yeah, when you're doing all these capture and exalt games, it's it's a uh, just a fantastic addition. Totally. Um, okay, and then next up is Citizen Shrix, who is a three-power mutant with play, reap, exalt Citizen Shrix, seal one amber, and yeah, that's good. Uh, in, in the worst-case scenario, it's... Uh, in the worst-case scenario, it's a wash in the end because you're... You're taking one from them. Actually, I guess in the yeah, you're taking one. Well, in the worst case scenario, it's like it's like gain one, right? Because you still get one, but then they they get theirs back. Um, but in the best case scenario, you can follow it up with crazy sorry in games and uh, and end up either evaporating or getting that amber. So great card. Yeah, I I concur. I, I think this is a great card. Um, I think it's a really good card. Mm -hmm. uh, I love to see this. I, I think it, well, the original Senator Strix, like you could do some pretty nice combos. Yeah. I think this card has just more immediate yeah. impact. And it's play reap. So when you go back to the Saurian, you've already stolen two Amber. And if you have these in multiples, like it just starts getting out of control, like mm -hmm. lots and lots of stealing. And they have to kill it to get the amber back. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's not that easy to kill this. It has three power. Um, it's a mutant. So like it, your Krizap won't kill this. It's boosted by Dark Amber Vault. You'll get a Vault's Blessing bonus for this card. Mm-hmm. Um, Shadow Smith can protect it, like the deck that I mentioned earlier that mm -hmm. has the M4 and the Chance of Hubris. Um, it has Shadow Smith and Shadows, mm -hmm. so now my Citizen Trixes are elusive. Yeah. Um, yeah, Shadow I, Smith I and um, and oh, what's her name? Uh, oh, Boss Zarek can can both protect it, right? Because it's likely going to have Amber. So with either of those, it'll end up elusive. Um, and yeah, I was thinking what you were saying about 
this versus Senator. Um, it, it's it's almost like Arc versus Synergy. Uh, yeah, this this one has has a more immediate benefit. Um, Shrix requires support, but but with if you or Senator requires support, but if you have the Citizen and support, you can still you can still like get crazy benefit. And and the benefit you end up with is not like okay, and now I need to protect it to get the benefit. It's like no, you you stole and then you moved the amber or whatever. And uh, yeah, it, it's definitely unless you're worried about unless you're like really worried about a too much to protect or something like that, and and you want the amber on a creature that you can spend it off. Of, and that's a like really weird corner case. Unless you're in that weird corner case, like you're you're almost certainly better off with this creature the citizen mm -hmm. yeah i i really like this card and this makes me wish um tribune poptus was in set oh, that would be yeah very very nice yeah another 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 terrible loss <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah actually that reminds me there is one thing the saurian house doesn't do it has no artifact interactions yeah uh, i don't think there's any card in saurian in yes. either set that does anything when, to an artifact when i was picking my favorite maverick i almost picked reclaim by nature just because of that but then i was like well yeah that that's like and it would yeah it's fixing a hole right but yeah that is definitely a weakness of theirs yeah and i mean if you ever you could have untamed in your deck like only a few houses even had artifact removal um mm -hmm. and some of them like you could use the artifact and yeah, it hasn't been that consistent between houses. So, I, I mean, if they had like anything at all, that would be nice. But mm -hmm. I can understand why they don't. Mm -hmm. All right, next up, console privacy, um, enhanced capture. So that's something that I think could be overlooked with this mm -hmm. card um, when you see it in your list. Mm -hmm. And three power. Dinosaur politician, remove one amber from a creature to another creature. So it's like Chan of Hubris, except it's slower. Um, yep. I, I don't think I want to see this card in multiples. Hmm. It's a little bit too... Like, if you could just compare this to Citizen Shrix, I think. Mm -hmm. it, it pairs well, like, if you happen to have a Primus on the board or something. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think this card is considerably weaker than Citizen Tricks, and I would want to see like at most one of these. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's yeah. If you can protect it, it's nice. You get the effect multiple times. But uh, even I I know like a a I guess misconception that I fall into very frequently. Uh, is overcounting reap effects because e even if you play this early and it sticks, you're probably going to reap with it like three times, and um, that's that's that makes you know at that point it is better than a chain of hubris, but um, but that's almost like the very best case scenario. So. Cool. All right. Next, we have. I'm not fresh on my Latin 
Cornican <laughs> Octavia. Um, five power, one armor, dinosaur soldier. Action, capture two. Yeah. A, little, a bit slow. Uh-huh. Still uh, pretty good. Capture two, Amber. It's beefy creature. Not a lot to not like here. Um, we had like Charette and Albaid the Grim from the older sets, and they can capture three on play, but they don't have that repeated effect like this yeah. does. Uh, I I don't recall playing many games where I'm capturing with this over and over unless I'm in a right. bind. Um, and I do think this compares favorably to Board and the Redeemed, who is three power and elusive in Sanctum and Age of Ascension. Yeah. Um, and uh. Octavia can can fight. I mean, five yeah. power, one armor. This can get rid of some problems on the board. Yeah, and in the art you have depicted the the um, siren horn, and uh, that'll that'll come up later. But I think um, that, obviously that pairs well, right? If you can capture two and then get a couple fights in where you're pushing the amber onto another creature, um, that can work well. Um, but yeah, this isn't like a, uh, it's not a, it's not a fast effect. It, it, it's just a little clunky, but if you can get it to work, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. I, I think it's a mediocre card. Yeah. Um, okay. Next up is Curse of Vanity. It's an action with a bonus amber. And when you play it, you exalt a friendly creature and an enemy creature. And uh, I think the, the dumbest mistake I, I keep making with this is, um, like, destroying an opponent's creature before I play this. <laughs> so, oh, so, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, ah, I could have had that amber this turn, but oh, I'll just keep it safe for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, this is a burst potential. Um, I mean, Ghostly Hand is a better card than this. Mm -hmm. uh, this is this is a nice thing to have in Sorian. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, and notably, if you play it when you have no creatures on the board, you effectively get two and don't give any away. So, um, worth worth uh, playing it first if you don't have creatures on the board. Yeah. Uh, okay, and and cards like this that have a symmetric effect, like mm -hmm. okay, exalt a friendly creature and enemy creature. The power in it comes from the fact that you pick the creatures. Right. Um, so you pick the creature that is the most inconvenient for them to destroy, and you can pick the one that's the easiest for you to destroy. Right. Yeah. I think I, I was playing a game. I think it was earlier today, uh, where I I did this and I put uh, I put the amber on a brabble because. Um, and I think they were past key two, so they were never again going to be like at zero amber. And okay, like you, you, if you want this amber, you're going to have to lose three. Um, yep. Felt Basically good. gone. Yeah. Um, okay. And then next up is Deimosaurus, which is the first of uh, six of these hybrid creatures that we'll see. Um, it's a four power mutant dinosaur. The, uh, the, the dinosaur, the, the Saurian part, gives it the Saurus part of the name and the play effect, which is you may exalt Deimosaurus if you do, deal three damage to a creature. And the uh, 
The demo part comes from Deese. It's the Deese hybrid version, and that gives it the destroyed effect, steel one. Um, and this, I, this is one of my favorite hybrids, I think because, yeah, it has that play deal three damage effect if you need it. And then, and then for them to get the amber back, they'll probably end up having you steal one. Um, so it's almost, you know, going to be no cost to you, um, much of the time. And it, yeah, it ends up being a nice little effect. Definitely. I, I think the, the demo fiend combinations are the, are the strongest ones. Um, probably the dino is the other one I would consider for a top. So the two together is pretty great. Yeah. The only, the only one I would put up as a contender against those that is, is not, uh, doesn't involve dinos at all is if you get the, uh, the, the star Alliance fight effect with skirmish from untamed, that can be really mm -hmm. cool. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the, the, the the raw effects the absolutely like anything you put destroyed steel one on anything and you're pretty happy <laughs> yeah you definitely are and I, i'm also a fan of the lyco alien uh, mm -hmm. xeno beast creatures mm -hmm. um it, it's yeah. just you have to get them to fire um and that's the part that's hard right but those are probably my second favorite mm -hmm. cool Okay, let's move on. Uh, defense initiative. Action card. Ward a creature. You may exalt that creature. If you exalt it, ward each of its neighbors. I think this is a more fair version of Imperium, which was way too good uh -huh. uh, from the previous set. It, it gives you a pip of Amber. You, you pick the two creatures you want to ward. Uh, they have to be friendly. Um, but they can be anywhere on the battle line. So that was pretty yeah. great. Defense initiative does introduce more skill because you have to have the creatures next to each other. Um, and you have the decision of whether to exalt to uh, mm -hmm. take care of the neighbors. So I think this puts more emphasis on your creature placement, which yeah. is a good thing for the game. And I think a better uh, skill differentiator. And also this card just feels less frustrating to play against than Imperium. Like especially if you had Imperium in multiples, it was yes. like it's just getting dumb. Like, okay, they've warded like everybody good right. and they're like taunting and it's just wow. Uh, um yeah, yeah, defensive initiative, even though you can ward more creatures um from from the card, like you can mm -hmm. warp to three, like the restrictions I think make it more balanced. It's still really good. Also, you can ward an enemy creature, and in some niche <laughs> circumstances, that's yeah. actually good. Yeah, like Quixel Stone decks, or um, you ward their uh, friend, or yeah. uh, fiend, or Arbiter. whoever creature yeah. that has like a harbinger. Yeah, that has a good uh, destroyed effect that you do not want to trigger. Okay. Next up, uh, Faust the Great. Um, he's just a dinosaur. Four power. Your opponent's keys cost plus one amber for each friendly creature with amber on it. Play, you may exalt a friendly creature. I love this card. Mm -hmm. I think it is a great stall card. It synergizes with itself in multiples mm -hmm. because now every creature that was Faust, um, like the 
all the investment that you put into making the first Faust payoff is just doubled as soon as you put down a second Faust. And you can you can manipulate it so that your opponent is paying really high numbers or just stall them out until you you know forge the third key. Uh there you don't get that huge payoff anymore that you would get in the older sets by uh you stall them out with Faust forever, and then finally when it's solved, uh you play interdimensional graft or, or something like that right um yeah so those possibilities don't exist anymore which is maybe why this card isn't completely busted uh like uh, eddie four by four right uh right. but that said like faust really really strong um and i'm a big fan yeah yeah and eddie had it not only not only was there too much to protect in that set but there was also ig in-house yeah so you didn't even have to <laughs> you have a common and uncommon and you're just golden but yeah i faust is fantastic and i think one of the one of the fun things about it is if you um i mean let's say your opponent has seven amber and you have no exalted creatures and you play faust when you when you do this exalt right like it's free because you're creating an amber that they're going to get back, but they're now paying an extra amber. So, um, so you're it's it's effectively like a capture at that point. Um, so it's mm -hmm. like, well, if you get to stall, great. If not, if you get to you know, burst the cost up for them, that's pretty fantastic. And then if you combine it like with other cards, uh, like Curious Aris, where it's like, okay, well, it, you can't forge. And then when you come and take the amber, or you know when you come and kill Faust, um, that amber is going to go on your creature instead of to your pool. Um, it, it can just get pretty bonkers. Um, I actually I don't think I have a Faust period deck, but I will I'll have to look for that now. Yeah, I I, I have one actually, and I've been trying to test it out more. Uh, I was focused on other decks in my collection. However, I think this um, Curia um, Faust strix deck mm -hmm. that i have is quite promising mm -hmm. and uh it has auto encoder and like pretty good set and disc and basically i just pitch a bunch of stuff for the first few turns um mm -hmm. if i got my auto encoder and then i play gateway and mark of disc and <laughs> you skip turn and then i dump out massive saurian with uh curia uh-huh Hard to recover from that. Yeah. Huh. In including Faust, of course. Right. Right. Yeah. That's that's real good. Um, okay, next up is a, a returning card from Worlds Collide. It's Galeatops. Um, which I am sure I'm saying that one wrong, but we do our best. Um but it's a twelve power creature, but it only deals four damage when fighting. Uh yeah, it's it's a Nice, big, reusable body. Yeah, uh, I think this card's pretty boring. Uh, you can put Captured Amber on it, and it's, mm -hmm. I guess, a bit challenging to get it back. Um, I suppose you could put some interesting upgrades, like if uh, Disrupt, um, what's it, Disruption Field or Quadra Quarter mm. or any of that got reprinted. Um, mm -hmm. Could be good on this creature. But you could 
use pterodactyl for the same thing and pterodactyl right. has a better effect so yeah i don't really understand but but comes out stunned hard. oh and i yeah well, I yeah li i lied this didn't this wasn't in worlds collide was it no i made that up uh yeah gliatops wasn't Yeah, I knew you're right. It is like a, it's a worse uh, pterodactyl, except that you can use it one turn sooner. But but then pterodactyl came in a set that had a lot of ready and use effects, so <laughs> yeah, you had that going for it. I I think pterodactyl, it's it's I mean, it's definitely not like an A card, probably maybe B minus. But it it can do some stuff uh, every now and then. Yeah. Uh, Gliatops. No, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, really see it. A, I, I see it in my list, and, I, and I'm disappointed. Hmm. Uh, next up, we have the first of the monuments, and this is monument to Ludo. It's uh, it's an artifact. It's a location, and it has action: move one amber from a creature to the common supply. If Perfectus Ludo is in your discard pile, move two amber from that creature to the common supply instead. Uh, I I really like this effect. Um, mm. I I finally got a deck that uses it, and it it turned out to be very nice. If you have it with Octavia or I don't know, there's a bunch of a bunch of creatures that it just pairs really nicely with. Mm. So it turns Octavia into action lose. Your opponent loses two amber. Yeah, and and the, well, and the the thing I think is pretty cool about it is like if you have the Ludo on the board, great. Ludo's doing Ludo things, and you're very happy about that. And then if and then when Ludo gets killed, it's like, oh, cool. Now this is now this is doing you know now this is twice as effective. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it, it has to you have to be paired with the right things so that you can get the value out of the two. Uh, out of the number two, but it, it's a uh, it's a cool it's a cool effect. Yeah, I I like the flavor of the monuments, and mm -hmm. they may not be the most uh, powerful cards. Mm -hmm. um, however, late in the game, if you have a monument engine going, and we'll we'll see some of the other monuments too, it can get pretty impressive. Mm -hmm. All right. So my turn. Uh, speaking of monuments, we have uh, Perfectus Ludo. So the monument to Ludo, this is the individual the monument is named after. And uh, Ludo comes back from Worlds Collide and has pretty great effect. Each other friendly creature gains destroyed move each amber from this creature the common supply uh, with five power. So five power... It's great. You can use Ludo to fight uh, many problems off mm -hmm. the table. And it is becoming a must kill for all the captured Amber uh, because the opponent won't get it back and they have to spend resources to get Ludo, who doesn't really do too much, right? Like you'd rather fight the creatures that are having effects that are messing up your game plan. And like now you have to spend. Uh, resources to get Ludo off so that you can get your Amber back. Um, 
and perhaps you're dealing with some persistent effects like daughter or um, what are the other persistent maybe there's a subject kirby on the table that's mm -hmm. like giving you a lot of problems um but they have amber on them and so it's like if you go after them like you have to go to ludo first unless right. you want to give up the amber and so he provides uh amber protection um or sorry creature protection yeah um through the fact that like yep the opponent has to make that choice so ludo is it's good sometimes when you get a ludo and you don't have amber on your creatures it's like uh, it's not doing much for me mm -hmm. but i think on average and uh ludo will give value and i think in top decks if you have Saurian, um, you really want to see a Ludo. I think, unfortunately, my best deck was Saurian. Doesn't have Ludo, but it does um, have a bunch of ways to move the Amber to the opponent or move it to my pool, mm -hmm. uh, which is nice. But if you don't have anything at all, and they destroy your creatures and they just get the Amber back, like the Saurian right. house looks a lot weaker. So right. I think this is a very critical card to have. Yes. Uh, yeah. There's. I mean, uh, in in Worlds Collide, there were situations where you could get like Ludo, uh, Regrettable Meteor, and just evaporate everything very suddenly. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. It's. I think that's a little harder to do in Mass Mutation, um, but it's still very good. And it it's fun because, like you were saying, it, it how it provides creature protection. It's it's effectively taunt it's just not the keyword taunt but but um from a strategic perspective it it is you know it's the same um always good if you can like get it behind something with taunt and put a lot of you know a lot of amber on the on the thing with taunt but um yeah i think it's a it's a pretty flexible card and yeah even if the effect doesn't matter in the particular moment then you have a five power body and that's not that's never terrible. Definitely. All right, next up we have Sagittarius Gaze. Gives you an amber pip and enhanced damage. Play exalt and a damaged creature. Hmm. As a common I don't think this card is strong enough to see mm -hmm. in multiples. Um, I do have one deck where it has two of these, and actually they both have an enhanced damage on them. Mm -hmm. It got me thinking, like, it, it was just really lucky, because I think those are also the only damage enhancements in the deck. Mm. Um, there may be some others, but, like, it, it, was, it was a happy coincidence. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, this is, you know, maybe a more sensible version of this card. Right. And it was pretty good. Like, I do a damage and exalt and I get an amber. Like, that was a great effect. So I could see how they thought, like, that was too powerful. Um, maybe one pip isn't enough um, mm. for this card. Like, but I also understand that it needs to, uh, I mean, one damage pip. You're saying, yeah, um, if it was like enhanced two damage. Yeah. Yeah, if it was enhanced two damage and had an amber pip, uh, maybe it's too good. So it was pretty tricky to balance it. I think they came down on the like two weak side, and um, one easy improvement they could have made was make the effect optional. 
but like you have to sometimes end up exalting your own creatures right when you play this uh is is a frustrating experience for a card that doesn't do a lot uh, mm -hmm. a lot of the time so on the whole this is not a card i want to see in my deck mm -hmm. yeah i agree yeah it's if, in the right situation it's good and in but it, it has too many potential downsides uh, I and in fact, talking about like action cards getting their own enhancement on them, I'd much rather. Well, no, it's not. Never mind. This doesn't get the have the enhancement, but I'd much rather have like a chant of hubris with a capture icon on it than a Sagittarius gaze with a with a damage on it. Um. <laughs> okay. So next up is Spoils of Battle, another action with a bonus amber. And this one says, play a friendly creature captures one amber. Each creature with amber on it captures one from its opponent. Um, so in that sense, it's it's similar to like Pandemonium, where it's uh, here, be, you know, if a creature already has amber on it, it's going to capture more. Um, but it's symmetrical. Um, but you get that a friendly creature captures one in the front, so you you at least prime it, you're going to get to capture two total with the card. Um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> I think if you get this in multiples, it's it's really fun to, to do one and then another. Um, mm -hmm. And if you... Uh, I have one deck that has city-state interest, two of these, and two Curious Aris. And um, that, yeah, it's, it's, it's brain-breaking. Uh, um, but very very fun yeah this is a pretty fun card um, I like it a lot I've rarely been in situations where I didn't want to play this mm -hmm. um, you could imagine such situations but I think okay well maybe I'll just uh, lay it out a bit more so like if there's a lot of captured amber on their side of the board then they could be capturing a lot from you and you're not yeah. necessarily getting value. Um, but yeah, I think this this works really well with exalting your own creatures. And this is, mm -hmm. it's not scaling amber control because it isn't proportional to how much amber your opponent has. But this can delete 10 yeah. amber. Like, um, Very I think, easily. Actually, yeah. Yep, there's a Call of the Week game where I think um, Robner 89 he had over eight amber, I'm pretty sure. Um, and I think with I did like a city state spoils of battle or something, took him to zero. Hmm. <laughs> I, I, you know, eventually he was able to get it back and whatever, but like just going if you're fighting for the third key and you both have two keys and they just went from like eight or nine down to zero, yeah, and now they have to waste time fighting your creatures and you're just rushing to threaten the final key. That could be a huge swing. Yeah. Yeah. And unlike in tribute, like this actually spreads out on the board. Mm -hmm. So in some ways it's more difficult to deal with than tribute. Yeah, for sure. No, for sure. It requires a little more synergy, but it actually has a higher upside, a lower mm -hmm. downside. And uh yeah, yeah. I never thought about that because I, I often think I miss tribute, but I, I think I think this is a better card. And definitely better yeah. in set. Yeah, I, I would say it's comparable to Tribute. And and a lot of what made Tribute more, like, just really uh, 
busted in the previous set were the combos you could do with it. Yeah. Like it's like tribute six semper. Okay, you just stole four and gained two. Like right. it's just dumb. It's yeah. a two card combo. Yeah. Um I don't mean like dumb design or anything like that. I think it's just feels bad. <laughs> I I mean dumb as in like, oh that didn't take much effort to do. It is just like right. super good. Uh, so yeah yeah sometimes when you're on the receiving end of that like it doesn't feel great but like a elegant spoils of battle turn uh even the opponent will be impressed with you <laughs> and that's what we all want um, <laughs> uh okay so next up is thero centurion who is a six power dinosaur soldier with one armor and i'm sure this one is back from worlds collide uh, and mm -hmm. it has play, fight, capture one amber, um, and yeah, that's a it it works perfect in the house. You get repeating capture, and you uh, it's a big body with an armor. Um, it's a little less good now that you can't put scudum on it, but um, mm -hmm. still quite good. Yeah, I think it's great. Like six power, one armor. That's that's pretty top end. Like you're starting to get into the range where creatures with this much power like have negative effects. Yeah. So play, fight, capture one is great. I'm wondering the picture, uh, where is he? He seems to be at some sort of <laughs> dock or Yeah, some port. <laughs> yeah. So maybe he's going fishing. Not sure. Maybe he's about to receive uh... some dark tidings. <laughs> Yeah, it could be a tease for the next set. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's about to hear that something he was really looking forward to is being delayed till April. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Um, okay. I guess whenever there's a pregnant pause, it means it's my turn. All right. <laughs> I, I can. Uh, I could. I. I know. I wish. Um. In, in person, you could have a baton that you pass back mm -hmm. and forth, but I, I prefer awkward silence. <laughs> All right. Ancient power, action. I, I remember when I saw a spoiler for this card, I was like, are, are they seriously printing this? <laughs> like, okay. Um, ancient power, play uh, Amber Pip. Yeah. Play. Ward <laughs> each friendly creature with Amber on it. Like, this could ward your whole board. Um, yeah. It's like quite easy to get amber on your Saurian creatures. You just ward all of them, no downside. You get amber for this, for playing this card. It is really, really good. No alpha, no omega, just straight up power. Um, yeah. yeah, I am very happy to see ancient power in any deck that I open. Yeah, it's... um. Like you were talking earlier about Imperium being so good, right? Because you get to pick two. But usually mm -hmm. the creatures with Amber on them are oftentimes you would like to word those. Um, yep. And and there are, again, in this set, there are even more ways to spread the Amber out. In, the, in, in Worlds Collide, you, you had, you know, like city-state interest, basically. Or uh, uh, there's the city gates that could could do it, but here it's like 
in in this set you have so many ways to put amber on random creatures and really spread it out even without city state interest and then have it yeah okay word <laughs> word the whole board it's it's very good yeah it's it's really really good and um this i'm glad they printed this card it, it's made me happy many times <laughs> all right last from the past um play exalt the friendly creature archive a saurian creature from your discard pile deal damage equal to the archive creature's power to an enemy creature okay so a few things i like about this uh first of all it's an enemy creature so you don't get into the awkward situation mm. where you might have to damage your own creature you may have situation where you wish you could destroy your own creature um but <clears throat> I, I prefer the optionality um well, the lack of uh, optionality, rather, in this case, um, mm -hmm. just because I might want to archive creatures from my discard, even if you don't have a board. Right. Um, so you do have to do an exalt, so there is a cost to this. Um, archiving creatures from the discard pile is really strong, um, especially if you can do Faust or Citizen Tricks or some uh, Amber Control that you're going to need. Uh, at the end of the game, potentially. Um, uh -huh. Or you could take the 12 power doofus um, and do like a lot of damage uh, to some you know problematic creature on the other side. And then you can leave it in your archives and you don't have to draw it again either. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty nice. Mm -hmm. So I think this card is, is versatile. And occasionally it's a dead draw. Um, yeah. But you can... You could just discard it in that case. It doesn't have a pip, so you don't really feel bad about it. Yeah, yeah. I think um, so. I don't. I haven't gotten to use it much, so I think I, I maybe undervalue it a little bit compared to. I'm comparing it to like Grim Reminder is a is a similar effect, but you get the amber pip instead of um instead of stirring the damage. Grave. I think yeah, stirring grave. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, the I think I I don't like the downside that it has to be a Saurian creature. That that's mm -hmm. the that's the part I like least about this card. But if you have a Saurian creature you really want, like you get your Faust back or something like that, that's um that's super good. Yeah, and I think the, I think the damage piece is is pretty powerful. Mm. Like sometimes when I play Stirring Grave, I it can feel slow. Uh huh. Like, okay, I got an Amber and this creature's in my archives. And, you know, it didn't affect their engine for the mm -hmm. upcoming turn they're going to take. Right. And I think when you can continuously pressure your opponent every turn, um, because they they called the house they did and played the cards they did because they're trying to set up something. Right. And if Stirring Grave doesn't interfere with that. Mm -hmm. um, so now you have to deal with, like, the more advanced version of their engine. Uh -huh. uh, a turn later um this card is more disruption so i, I would say even with the drawbacks that's about comparable power level mm -hmm. um yeah i think grim reminder is definitely stronger than both of those though yeah 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 i and i i, I definitely meant to compare it with stern grave not not grim reminder um mm -hmm. that that is a uh that's a crazy good card um Okay, so next up is uh one of my one of my favorites here, City State Interest. 
Um, it's an action. No bonus hammer on this one, but that's perfectly okay. Uh, when you play it, each friendly creature captures one amber. Um, yeah, it's just a great, great effect that has saved many, many games for me. Yeah. It, amazing card. Just extremely good. Yep. And and straightforward. I mean it's it's pretty clear why it's good. Yes. Yeah, and, and of course lots of lots of good synergies in the house. But yeah, even if even if you couldn't throw a Faust or a Brachus in the mix, it's still just very good. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, oh the next one, uh, again one of my favorite cards here, Curious Aris. Uh it's an artifact, it's a location, and it says that each creature with amber on it gains destroyed, move one amber from this creature to the most powerful enemy creature. Um, and I, th I think the biggest, I think the reason this card gets, some people don't like it is not, not because of how powerful it is. Um, although I think it can be pretty powerful, but just because it's something that is difficult for them to remember. Um, mm. and, uh, and it has the, the added, there's a little bit of complexity of time complexity here because um, the amber is moving around, but the only the creatures that had amber on it before they were marked for destruction uh, have have this effect applied to them, and so people get um, people get a little confused sometimes with how how exactly it should work. Um, so it's it's one of the few cards I would say is like much easier to get right playing on online than playing in person. Yeah, I think in person, uh, it, probably a lot of people play this uh, incorrectly. It is a complicated trigger to resolve. Maybe one of the most complicated ones in the game. Um, yeah, it does. It does take. Uh, it does delay the period for the captured amber to get back into the game. And particularly if you have Saurian and your opponent doesn't, then you're exalting or capturing, and then they don't really get it back. Like, it right. just aggregates on one of your creatures, and then all you have to show for it is um, you get, you know, one of those amber gets moved back. Um, right. when that creature is finally destroyed. And if that creature gets bounced or purged instead, then it was all uh, wasted. So this card, you really love to see it in Saurian because it just makes life a lot harder for the opponent. I think it's yes, really, really powerful card. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so good. Um, my... Yeah, the my deck with two of them has a um, has a couple Qmex and an Exile, and one of the one of the really fun tricks to pull is get as much amber as possible accumulated onto a Qmex, exile it, and then kill it, and you can trigger the Qmex destroyed effect first, mm -hmm. 
which then has it, you know, go into your archives before uh, before any of the amber would get back to your creatures. So then you get all that amber. Um, meanwhile, the you know the curious artists are um, are you know typically getting max effect for for my own creatures. Um, but nice. yeah, it's 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 good and it just it amplifies the rest of the house um so much but uh un, un, it's it's a little just sad to me that it stresses people out um i i wish that it i wish that people felt you know you can sometimes you can feel good about cards even when you're losing to them and i i i wish curious ours was a little more that way and and not so I, I hate like I I want to play it all the time, um, but then I I also like I don't want to stress people out, so it's a little rough that way. Hmm. I guess I I haven't heard too much about stress, um, but uh, I can I can definitely see how people might feel that way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean I I like it a lot too. Maybe it's not as fun to be on the receiving end of this if you weren't prepared, and uh, yes, I, because it is such a good effect. All right, next up we have Dark Centurion, um, five power mutant soldier. It's not a dinosaur, interestingly. Enhance double capture. So already that's pretty good because we had General Salvador in Sanctum, which is four four two power armor. It's just enhanced to capture and just no more effect. So mm-hmm. this card already doing a little bit more than that. This is action move one amber from a creature to the common supply if you do ward that creature. This is pretty slow. Uh, that said, it does get the exalted amber off and protects the creature. Uh, what kind of creatures do you want to protect, maybe? So you could capture under a creature that you want to ward later, or you could ward Citizen Shrix. Um, maybe you ward Dark Centurion itself. I think this is pretty balanced. Um, yeah. It's. Uh, I'm not jumping for joy when I see this. Uh, <laughs> I think it's it's all right. Yeah, I think the enhance to capture is probably like the more valuable. Um, mm-hmm. Thing. I often, I often feel like I'd rather reap than do the action, um, mm-hmm. which uh, makes it, like you said, a little less exciting, but also means it's probably pretty well balanced. Yeah, reap, reaping's good. <laughs> it is good, and yeah, wards can be popped with damage pips and mm-hmm. and whatnot, uh, but sometimes you ward important creature and it just lives for another turn and then it can do its thing yeah oh yeah you get this with a brachis and like can repeatedly ward your brachis and you're probably pretty happy yeah although you would do losing amber too but, <laughs> the, uh, the one well, yeah, the one we situation pre- <laughs> where you're sad to see <laughs> the amber evaporate yeah yeah well we were also talking about monument to ludo earlier i mean mm-hmm. move one amber from a creature to common supply that's what the monument did, and mm-hmm. sort of like that. So, even without the warning, it's you know, I, I'm warming on this card a little bit, mm-hmm. just just a little bit. <laughs> okay, Dreadbone Decimus. Um, 
I like this card a lot. Um, sadly, I don't really have like good decks mm -hmm. with this card. Um, Dinosaur Assassin, five power. Play fight. Um, so when you see play effect on a card, that's very good. Mm -hmm. You may exalt Dreadbone Decimus, optional. We like that. If you do, destroy a creature with lower power than Dreadbone Decimus. So he comes in, exalt, one of your opponent's creatures just gone. Mm -hmm. And I mean, four power or below, that those are most of the creatures that have like annoying effects. Mm -hmm. So they have uh, Ember Imp, it's dead. Restoring Guns is dead. Uh, Daughter, Subject Kirby, Com Officer Kirby, Dusk Witch, uh, Dusk Witch, Fandangle, yeah. uh, Eddie, uh, Glixel Proliferator, Tasmal. Yeah, lots of really good stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's just gone. It doesn't matter. Well, I mean, if it was warded, I guess they'll lose the ward. But uh, uh, Lieutenant Corvinal, he's gone. Mm -hmm. uh, all that amber they were capturing. Um, many creatures in Sanctum, in fact, are, are gone. So he can, Dreadbone Decimus can get it done. And then he can fight and do it again. Mm -hmm. um, so he's taken out three creatures into uh, uses. And yeah. okay, yeah, you had to exalt him, but maybe you can exile him afterward. Or you mm -hmm. could ward him with the Dark Centurion. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, this guy with Dark Centurion, that's that's probably the, the right combo to mm -hmm. look for, because then you can just keep doing that every turn. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Treadbone, really great. Uh, right. Yeah, I think. Oh, are you still up? I think. Oh no no. I did Dark Centurion oh, and Treadbone. I'm, I'm bad. Okay okay. Uh, I I should be exiled. Um, <laughs> Exile <laughs> is an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you give control of a friendly creature to your opponent. Uh. Which, yeah, if you have moved a bunch of amber onto that creature is uh, just a dirty, dirty move. Yep. Not much to add there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then Gladiodontus is a 15 power mutant. Um, I think if this were not Mass Mutation, he'd be like a beast, but uh, in this case, uh, a mutant. And um, 15 power, yeah, that's that's very big. Uh, he enters play stunned, and but only deals five damage when fighting, and has fight reap. If this is the first time Gladiodontus has been used this turn, ready and enrage it. Um, I th I haven't seen this be super effective, but it it's always very scary to me. <laughs> Uh, mm -hmm. to see it come out. Yeah, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts? Uh, uh, yeah, I like this a lot more than Gleotops, uh, just because of the... Uh, for a few reasons. So it has more power. Okay, that's better. And then it deals five damage instead of four. Mm -hmm. um, I think five is significantly better. Um, most creatures in the game have five power or below. 
with four, you are still missing some of the bigger creatures that you would love to fight with someone like a 12-power dinosaur. But Gladiodontis can do five, so it could take out uh, Mother and other uh, really big creatures. And then um, that it could go twice after it gets online is pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. um, yet the second time you have to enrage it, However, I think with, with this creature, you're probably fighting anyway. So either it's fight, gain one, like headhunter effect if you reap and then fight, or just uh, fight twice. Um, not many creatures can, can do that. And with 15 power, I mean, it'll be around the while. So this is a cleanup crew card. Yeah, Ender's Place done. Don't really like that. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so... Yeah, I'd say this is the uh, average. Yeah, yeah, it just struggles with getting online, and yeah, unfortunately, this set just doesn't have a lot of great help to get online. But mm -hmm. if you can, um, if you can pair it with some Ross House use effects like Commander Chan or um, Seeker uh, Seeker of Truth to get it unstunned faster, then I think it can be. Um, it can be a lot more effective. Yep. Cool. All right, next up we have Hedonistic Intent. Kitten uh, Amber for playing it. Play, exalt each flight creature. Um, so simple effect. It's putting four Amber into the game. And unlike Curse of Vanity, you do have uh, less control over the creatures. Mm -hmm. Yes, because on the flank, it, it means it will affect the creatures that you could play that, that turn. So you could engineer it a little bit. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, if you have one creature and they have two, you could get some pretty nice edge with this card. So I, I think it's a nice flavor on Curse of Vanity if you're going for that bursty Saurian. So yeah. Yeah. It's pretty straightforward. What do you think? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it, the if you can, as, this is another one where especially if you can manage to like pull this off when your board is empty, it feels real good. Because <laughs> um, mm -hmm. if you uh, effectively, effectively, it's like a slow virtuous works at that point. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, and and again, as long as you have good mitigation effects, uh, even if you exalt your your own stuff it's it's pretty okay so yeah i like it cool next up we have humble amber pip play exhausted creature uh, excuse me if you do move three amber from that creature to common supply Exhausting a creature can be good as an offensive tool. Yeah. Um, you can also use this to remove amber from your own creatures in a pinch, especially if they're from a different house. Mm -hmm. um, so kind of like, a, you know, Snarat has the action, uh, remove all the amber off this creature. You can get a targeted version of that with Humble. Mm -hmm. um, and it'll depend a lot on your deck what you can use it for, but I like that this card has a modality where 
you can use it to disrupt your opponent's board or um, protect uh, captured amber, like really uh, take it to the bank. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And uh, good, uh, good, solid uh, uh, references in the, in the flavor. I love the darn you, darn you all to these um, bastardization of, of Charlton Hessen there uh but um yeah you, like i love i love that I, i've even seen this used like to um you know like maybe your opponent has a you know a, a pompatus with three amber on it or something and you you use this just to get it down to size so you can kill it um where you know you weren't going to get that amber back anyway but now you now you can solve the problem right so there's there's just a lot of flexibility in how the card gets used. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay. Uh, next up is Library of Poliosaurus. It's an artifact and a location. It has action. Move one amber from a friendly creature to your pool. Uh, yeah, that's just always good. Yep, I, I think this card works great in Saurian decks. It's pretty much never dead. Yeah. Has lots of friends. Uh, okay, next up is Saurian Egg. It's a creature with an amber pip and five armor and one power. It can't fight or reap, but it has Omni. Dist uh, discard the top two cards of your deck. If you discard any Saurian cards this way, put them into play ready, give them three plus one power counters, and destroy Saurian Egg. Um, and that seems cool to me. Uh, I think it's it's good if you get it with like the right creatures and it fires on not a Saurian turn, but and it seems like it's, it's a really fun, I think it's in the category of like, it's really fun. I haven't seen it be like a reliable game winner uh, by any stretch. Yeah, it's, it's a strange card. Not many other cards like it. Mm -hmm. um, I certainly think the Omni is interesting. You could end up discarding cards that you need. Mm -hmm. um, so that's not great and okay let's say you bring in Saurian creatures ready on a non-Saurian turn I mean what is that really achieving mm -hmm. so it's it's a bit difficult I do like the five armor um, mm -hmm. usually what I end up doing with Saurian egg so you get an amber for playing it which is which is great mm -hmm. um, so the card has to be pretty awful for the amber pip not to matter um yeah and the five armor means i can exalt this creature and dump amber on it and because it's not that useful it's actually quite challenging for the opponent to get it back and they have to right. waste removal on this guy right um yeah yeah and then you're gonna get to shuffle it back and get that pip again so yeah yeah that's a good good setup yeah. um Okay, next up we have Senator Quintana. 
by power dinosaur politician after creature reaps exalted. I don't have much experience with this card, to be honest. It doesn't seem that good to me. Um, because I suppose the exalting is a downside, but then I just won't reap if I think it's right. a problem. And so this just makes this like a worse version of Barrister Joya. And it also affects me. Um, mm. And I, I, there are synergies with exalting, but unless I have Senator Brackus engine going, I like exalting my creatures, and that's something that I'm like seeking to do. Mm -hmm. So I don't like this card very much. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. Uh, it, it's a cool theory, but yeah, I, I haven't ever seen a deck where it's like, oh, this and, th and this is the card that makes it work. Yeah, not 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 very likely. Yeah, I think if this applied to just enemies, like that would be more in line with the mm -hmm. cards like Campbell U in it and uh, Psionic Officer Wang. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right, next up we have Siren Horn. This creature gains before a fight. Move one amber from this creature to the creature it fights. Yes, yeah, it's like a taste of Curia. Nowhere near. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The goodness. That's fair from the real thing. So <laughs> I am quite disappointed whenever I see this card on my list. I uh, I like, in theory, I, I like it so much. I think I like fight effects, but yeah, it just, it's, it ends up being really slow and awkward. Yeah. And, and the Amber has to be on the creature that has this upgrade. Right. Like, right. it's incredibly situational and like, yeah, you're not even firing this multiple times, and like, yeah. But, well, the, you know, the trick is the trick is to use Chain of Hubris to move the Amber from one of your other creatures to this creature. That way, <laughs> fire. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. That's the that's like the Rube Goldberg device <laughs> yeah. to get Amber on the opponent's creature. You don't move it directly there. You yes. want to make sure that you use Siren Horn. <laughs> yes, it's the 10D chess. Um. Okay, so uh, then Stomp is an action with a bonus Amber. When you play it, you deal 5 damage to a creature. If this damage destroys that creature, exalt a friendly creature. Uh, I I really like this one. I'm, I like Failing Strike better, but I, I really like Stomp. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I think I, I like Stomp a little bit more, actually. Um, huh. Just because, yeah, five damage right away. You're dealing with most mm -hmm. things. Um, and it, basically, it's Exalted Creature, because almost, almost always, at least in my experience, like I've picked the creature I can destroy. Yeah. Um, you know, you could deal damage with it. Um, it's not optional, so you could have an issue where you only have your own creatures. Um, doesn't happen too much. I also think the the flavor on this card is pretty funny. Mm -hmm. uh, if if Flurp is the uh, <laughs> alien that's about to get squished, yes, <laughs> yes. No one, no one has seen him. He's toe jam. Yeah. Or a or, Martian. Yep. Uh, 
Okay, and then um, and then next up is Pterodactyl, who's a 12 power beast that enters play stunned. Only deals 4 damage when fighting, but before fight deals 4 damage to each neighbor of the creature that it fights. Uh, yeah, that that is, I mean, it's a great, it's a great effect if you can get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and sometimes this can be your board control. Yeah. I think dealing, dealing four to neighbors. I mean, uh, Lord Golgotha does three. Mm -hmm. uh, Fire Breath and Smite is two. Dealing four to neighbors gets around taunts and deals with a lot more stuff than than three does. I mean, five is the best, um, as we talked about earlier. Like, mm -hmm. Bingle Bang Bang can do that. Yeah. Um, and doesn't come into play stunned. So, Bingle Bang Bang's probably better than Pterodactyl. I think Pterodactyl's okay, though. Yeah, the, but the, yeah, and the thing with the Pterodactyl is, if you can get it online, it's it's going to stay online for a little bit, which something... Yeah, I think you're going to get to use Bingle Bang Bang more often, but if you start using Pterodactyl, you're probably going to get to use it again and again, uh, which, mm -hmm. is, which is pretty good. True. Cool. All right. Next up. All right. We're into the rares now. Nice. Uh, Amphora Captura. It's an artifact. Enhanced two amber, two damage to draw. So I already, this is the most in enhancements that we see on the card, except for Splinter which is all damage. So it's definitely better. Um, it, it's just the enhance alone. I think this would be a great card. Mm -hmm. But th there's more. When resolving a bonus icon, you may choose to resolve it as a capture bonus icon instead. So that means you've just opened up like stops in every house. So yeah. all these pips that are floating around your deck, like they can now be a way to take your opponent off-key. And if you have other synergies in Saurian, like Curiosaurus, maybe in the best case, but like uh -huh. even in Perfectus Ludo, or Saurian Egg, uh -huh. um, suddenly you are doing tons and tons of Amber Control. It's just very irritating to deal with uh, when you're on the other side of it. And not to mention that you know up to six cards in their deck just like better versions uh, because of the enhancements yep. which synergize with this card because you can capture so this is really really great card yeah it, it is and uh i think i have i have oh no I'm, I'm, there are a few decks out there that have this and scrivener favian from zinctum and if you if you have them both on the board it turns every pip into a steal uh yeah, which is which is completely outrageous, and only only <laughs> mitigated by the fact that very few decks can have it, and Fabian is very easy to kill. But uh, yeah, very very um, cool things can happen, and I love. I think those are the only two cards that have that sort of effect. Um, but what a cool thing, and I would like. I would be, I think I would be interested, even if it, like you said, even if it only had the enhancements, I totally agree with you there, but I think even if it didn't have the enhancements, it would still be a really interesting, fun card. So, um, yep, totally. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be very happy to see this show up in, 
like a, a future set even if um even if they don't like bring back enhancements on mass yeah it'd be cool mm -hmm. yeah it looks like a great card it is a great card i've seen it in action it it's really good mm -hmm. all right next up city gates is from worlds collide um mm -hmm. this is also a really good card mm -hmm. artifact action a friendly creature captures one if it's a dinosaur it captures two instead a bit weaker in this set. A lot of these uh, creatures, they're not dinosaurs. Um, mm -hmm. Dark Centurion is not a dinosaur. Gladiodontis, uh, Citizen Strix. So you're not getting as much mileage as you don't used forget, to, I guess. Don't forget Shadow Source, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> you can. There's finally a dinosaur out of house. Yeah, you can capture uh, two on the Shadow Source. I kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's capture, capture two. It's pretty great. Mm -hmm. um, this card worked best with Senator Tricks, which isn't yeah. set anymore. Yep. So I think it took a hit. It's still, it's still good as far as rares go. Yeah. This is a, this is definitely a rare I like seeing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, World's Club not only had Tricks, but also had still had Bra Bracus is still around, but you know Bracus. Calipigian and Imperial Forge, all all of which, you know, pair really well with this. So yeah, I, mm -hmm. I definitely think took a little bit of a hit, um, just in terms of things it can synergize with, but it's still good. Mm -hmm. Uh right. okay, Crystal Surge is is a card I I have mixed feelings about, but uh it's it's an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you exalt each mutant creature. And uh, I think in set, this is interesting because sometimes you're going to be uh, playing against a lot of mutants. Playing against other sets, it's kind of a, a liability. Um, unless you have... Like, if you have Curious Aris, then, uh, then maybe you just generate a lot of amber. But... Um, I, I like this significantly less than Vault's Blessing, which I think is maybe the, the best comparison because it, it gives you amber based on having mutant. This effectively gives, yeah, punishes you for having mutants. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like the flavor. This is an interesting mm -hmm. card. Um, but Exalting is generally a negative thing mm -hmm. and i guess this could work nicely with like kizlord's wrath or something uh, if you have sanctum and you mm -hmm. don't have that many mutants and it would be cool if the algorithm kind of favored like okay if you have a crystal surge in your deck like you're gonna have fewer mutants right. or something like that um i pretty sure i think this card <laughs> no it doesn't I'm pretty sure this card should be, uh, sorry. Um, I think this card should be in Sanctum. Mm. I think yeah. thematically it makes more sense there. Mm -hmm. But I do like the flavor on this card. Um, and the art is cool. This is a card that I wish was better. Yes. It's yeah. It, it's funny. Yeah, the, the, the flavor text with the you know, they regarded the mutation as a curse. It's kind of like, well, but, but, but Citizen Tricks is so good. 
<laughs> what are you talking <laughs> about? Uh. Um, okay, uh, this card is is returning. Uh, diplomacy, um, a little bit of a dino pun there, uh, mm -hmm. is an action with a bonus amber. It has alpha, so it has to be the first thing you do in your step, uh, probably step three. Um, when you play it, until the start of your next turn, each creature gains before fight, exalt this creature. Um, and I, I think, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting rare. I haven't seen it. I've rarely seen it come up and matter much. Um, like, I, I don't even think I've, I've necessarily seen it be itch worthy most of the time. Like, it's usually just kind of like low impact. Yeah, it's pretty whack. You can't fight on the turn you use it. Mm -hmm. um, or at least you don't want to. Yeah. For one amber. And okay, I guess they can't fight either on the following turn. Uh, I don't know. I think, but if they I really would have been okay with you need to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, the alpha makes sure you can't just like only use it for them, which is what right. Fogify does. So they had to right make it, you know, worse than the Fogify, which. Right. I think it was never considered to be really good anyway. I mean, it's fine, uh, and you could use it, but a lot of times they don't even want to fight. Right. In this game, you don't want to fight that much, right. and if you were going to fight, an exalt isn't going to stop you. It'll right. just make it a little bit more painful. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I don't like this card at all. Yeah, very, very fair. Let's uh, let's move on. Yeah, uh, sorry. Okay, I will say that I I really like the art, and I think the flavor text is hilarious. Um, everyone <laughs> looks up dinosaurians, and they're just these huge dinosaurs. Yes. And the name is funny. Um, so I, I like everything about the card except for the effect. <laughs> Which you know, the effects that's secondary. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, Form of Giants has an artifact with Amber Pip. At the start of your turn, the player who controls the most powerful creature gains one. Okay. This card on TCO was uh, behaving differently. I noticed it started behaving really? differently after a certain point. Uh, originally, if there was a tie, uh, both players would get the Amber. So if like you and I both controlled the strongest mm. power creature... Now it's prompting me to pick. And um, the picking definitely made this card a lot better than it uh -huh. used to be. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the actual like ruling is, like what it's supposed to do. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, I, I think the way that it's working now on TCO, um, now being you choose the creature because of tie, seems yeah. intuitive to me. Um, yeah. I, I think this card's pretty good. I've been burned by playing it and like, aggressively mm -hmm. and it's like thing tooth cavern like you need to have a similar level of understanding of what the power level mm -hmm. of creatures in your deck versus their deck is right. um and instead of dealing with creatures 
being destroyed, you're dealing with Amber. In the best cases, this is uh, getting you a lot of sneaky forges because you're at five. The check happens at the start of your turn, regardless of who controls the most powerful creatures. So they never get the sneaky check. Um, right. And you can potentially just go to five and they have to destroy your strongest. Sorry. If you go to six, they have to destroy your strongest creature and get a stop. And right. for the third key, a lot of the resources are sort of depleted because you've been starting to exploit your engine and just do everything you right. can to get past the finish line. Um, and so having to deal with a big creature and get it, remove one amber can put them in a really difficult position. Mm -hmm. So I think this is a skill testing card. I think it'd be pretty good um, in the right kind of decks. Like if you have mm -hmm. shadows in your deck or something, or well, it just matters who the strongest creature is. Um, right. So if hopefully you have some those big uh, gladio dances or something or pterodactyl. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I I I played a game not super long ago where I was playing a deck with a lot of small creatures, and I think because of that, my opponent played this card, and I I think I you know if, if I were in their shoes I would have too, but I managed to keep bouncing their creatures um, to pretty effectively to the point where I think four turns in a row I was the one getting the amber. Um, and yeah, it's definitely, there's a, there's a lot of potential for things to go wrong. Um, and, and I, yeah, it's ultimately, like you said, you are the only one who gets the sneaky forge, but, um, your opponent has a whole turn, try to turn it to their advantage. Obviously you don't, you don't want to shape your whole turn around it but if you as the opponent can okay as i'm doing other stuff i manage to make sure that i come out on top for an extra amber it's it's uh i i it's i think it would be pretty frustrating to be on the owner side of that having played this and getting uh by it yeah and in a similar way like Fainttooth Cavern can be used mm -hmm. against you. So mm -hmm. it, it does warp the game. The yeah, the, the advantage that Fainttooth has though is that it fires at the end of your turn. So you get the you get to be the proximate, you know, mover before it happens. Um whereas whereas this it's your it's your opponent that gets to have kind of the final say. Um yeah, and it depends on whether they have effects that, that Yeah, I, I see your point. I think Form of Giants is more of a long-term mm -hmm. thing. Like, Fangtooth has m more immediate effect every turn. Yeah. Uh, like, destroyed a creature is pretty big. Gaining an Amber is something that definitely matters a lot, but is also fairly independent from the game state, mm -hmm. um, or at least the, the board state, at least. Mm-hmm. So even if they like do a lot of jockeying to get an amber, like you can do some jockeying later. And yeah. if you got five from Forum of Giants and they got three, like yeah, you came out ahead. Yep. 
Um, yep. And so it's not necessarily that bad if they get the first amber or two. Sure. Yeah. Yep. It's fair. Okay. So next up, we've got Good of the Many. Destroy each creature that does not share a trait with another creature in its controller's battle line. Um, cards that are kind of weird. Uh, yeah, it often what is scary in this game about boards are um, many creatures in the same house. Mm -hmm. And so good of the many doesn't address that problem, yeah. probably, um, because creatures in a house tend to share traits. Um, when I first saw this card, I thought it had to be the creature's neighbor need to share a trait. Um, I think that could have been a cool twist uh, because you have to you know, think about your positioning a bit more. Yeah. I think the way it is now, it's it it's it could be pretty decent in the first few turns and then uh not so not so great so as far as rares go i think um maybe this could have used an amber pip um mm. so it's it's not my favorite rare yeah it's almost a little win more in terms of uh board control if you if you have board control already then you can probably use it to create a situation where this finishes wiping the board um, while leaving your intact. But um, but you were probably okay without it um, in that case. And if you don't have board control, then this is probably not playable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Next is a uh, uninteresting one, uh, Grim Locust Ducks. It's an 11 powered dinosaur soldier with two armor. 11 is really on the high end. Uh, it's actually mm -hmm. more than one of the gigantic creatures. Um, it has taunt, and when you play it, you exalt it twice. That is the downside. Um, and if you, if you have mitigating things, you know, mitigating effects, then great. It's not such a downside. If you don't, then paying two amber um, is a is a pretty big down. I think it would be less of a huge downside if it was like if there weren't so many cards that could just straight out remove a creature. But you always have the possibility that you play this uh, exalt it twice and then have your opponent play like implosion or something and just <laughs> erase it. it yeah and that happens uh pretty often mm -hmm. so i mean 11 power he actually deals all 11 damage um, yeah. so that is pretty that is pretty interesting yeah and the only taunt in uh in sarian and mass mutations so yep that's pretty big too. i have a deck that has a. Uh, uh, this guy ducks and uh, Senator Brackus, so you can Ooh. actually put the amber on him to use. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. Uh, next up is 
High Priest Torvis, who is a four-powered dinosaur priest with one armor. And Reap, who may exalt High Priest Torvis. If you do, after you resolve your next action card this turn, return it to your hand instead of placing it in your discard pile. Um, that's it's. If you have actions to use this on, that's really good. Um, yeah, I think if you, if you have an action card in your hand, it's probably the right thing to do to, to exalt to get to play it again. Yeah, especially if it's a pretty powerful action. Um, I've never... I've never used this card's effect, actually. Hmm. Um, and maybe I just needed a good deck that has High Priest Torvis, but I found like many of the actions, I don't know if I want to exalt to play them again. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I think um, this effect is super interesting, and it does give me the vibes of like... Uh, Compsos horror specs, yeah, um, kind of like mystic, totally rule breaking uh, style effects, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. Um, I just don't think the actions in Saurian or are like super great. I mean, maybe if they your opponent had a lot of amber. Uh -huh. And you triggered the spoils of battle again, or something right. like that. Um, and like reap effects, they're they're really hard to fire. So I think this is an interesting rare, and I would love yeah. to see it with a great combo. And um, I think if you can get that combo off, is super interesting. So the yeah the the combo that springs to my mind, uh, Donut's dad's deck, Zambian of Max Marsh, has this. And a, also a humble with two draw icons. So the combo is you play the humble, get an amber and two cards, and exhaust an enemy creature, and then reap with Torvis, exalt Torvis, play humble again, get another amber, draw two more cards, exhaust another creature. That, you know, is uh, pretty for sure uh, getting another amber, two draws, and exhaustion in nature uh, is seems to me to be pretty consistently result. Um, yeah, it's it's insane. But I think that's where yeah, the this becomes really good if you have a particular card with a lot of enhancements on it. Yeah, I I didn't consider that actually until you brought it up. That is a very good point. Yeah, those enhancements just messing with the math. Mm -hmm. All right. Next up, we have Imperial Road. Artifact Omni. Play a Saurian creature. That creature enters play stunned. This is one of the few artifacts that has an Omni effect that um, doesn't blow itself up after you use it. Uh, and uh, I think the flavor text is pretty funny. Um, good. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from the road sanitation education, what have the Saurians ever done for us? <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, Brand. The yeah, the stipulation the creature just placed stunned 
I mean, that's that's all right in certain cases. So you weren't going to play the creature uh, if you were off house. I mean, if you're in Saurian, you would not want to activate this card. Um, mm-hmm. That wouldn't make sense. But if you were out of Saurian, you weren't going to play that creature this turn anyway. And you could potentially get a play effect. So right. you can get your Faust on or Citizen Tricks. Therocenturian. Yeah, those are kind of the good play effects that are coming to mind. Uh, right? yeah, or, or, or constant effects like uh, like Brachus or Inworld's Clyde, like like Comsos. Mm-hmm. Um, those are also sometimes really nice to to get on the board um, in a moment where. You... Yeah, and it filters a card out of your hand, mm-hmm. so you weren't in Saurian, and now you have a Saurian creature on the board, um, and you're drawing one more card next turn and okay you have to pay a penalty because when you do go back into saurian like some of those creatures you were playing were were stunned um so it, it seems to be so there's like the card in mars uh feeding pit where you discard a creature from your hand yeah. and you gain an amber um which is it's not even an omni though so i think this is a little bit better mm-hmm. than that just because you can use it every turn if your deck doesn't have that many saurian creatures you can feel sad um yeah but i i think this card promotes uh efficiency pretty well and i remember in an adaptive um against um nick of slots uh he had a deck that had val jericho imperial road uh and that kind of stuff so he's playing like cards from three houses you know, on a lot of turns. So that was that was pretty fun to use uh, when I got my turn mm-hmm. with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, Val's Val's great, but I can see how yeah, pairing this with it, uh, pretty good. You could even have a a situation, I guess, where the the Imperial Road helps you set up the Val to be in the center, right? Mm-hmm. Um, help straightening out your battle line. Yep. And next up, we have Legion's March. Um, play, you get Amber Pip. For the remainder of the turn, after you use a dinosaur creature, deal one to each non-dinosaur creature. So just reading the effect, it doesn't seem that good uh-huh. to me. Um, I, I think this is supposed to be in the spirit of Spartasaur. Uh-huh. Um, and given that a lot of creatures in this set aren't even dinosaurs, I think this card could have worked better in Worlds Collide. Um, I just don't see it having much impact. I realized when prepping for doing this, I've I had never, I've never seen this card before today. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Which I mean, I guess for me is kind of impressive. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, it it's. It seems like such a cool idea, but um, yeah, probably wrong set. Hmm. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll see it come back. Yeah, I, I would rather see Spartasaur come back. Yeah, yeah, that's that's very fair. Um, okay, next is Nerotaris. Who is a six-power dinosaur politician? 
and uh, this is, I think this is the only creature I can think of that has a, a different fight and reap effect built into it, which is kind of cool, but they're mirrors, so the fight one says enemy creatures cannot reap during your opponent's next turn, and the reap one says enemy creatures cannot fight during your next turn. Um, and uh, I think, well, the fight effect is better, right? Not letting your opponent's creatures is stronger than not letting them fight. Um, Depends on the situation. Yeah. Yeah, very fair. Um, but yeah, it's a cool card. I don't, I don't have any like great decks with this in it, but, uh, I would not be sad to see it. It just seems like a effect. Yeah. I think it's pretty powerful. It has six power, so yeah, it can, it can get some things done. And I think if you have a Barrister Joya, you can get a nice lock going where you reap. Uh-huh. And now they Ooh. can't fight or reap. Ooh. Ooh. You have a permanent Skippy Time Hog. Ooh, that is, yes. That does sound brutal. Hmm. Yep. And uh, I wonder if you got this with um, Legacy uh, Livia the Elder. Mm hmm. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, you oh, wow. you reap and then you shut off fighting and reaping. Yeah. Oh. That's uh that's really mean. I have to I have to see if that exists. Uh yeah. You probably need to do some like Shadow Source stuff or something. Uh-huh. Maybe you can use theirs. Huh. Well, sounds sounds pretty cool. Yeah, cannot cannot do a whole set of actions are it's a pretty pretty strong effect mm -hmm. um okay next oh i was even thinking too you could uh if you had it i would love to see this in a deck with um with like ghost hawk so you, you could even fire it a couple turns in a row but yeah or you could uh you could get this going with smite or gray rider mm-hmm yeah, lots of good options. Uh, okay, next up is Optiogorkus, who is a three-powered dinosaur soldier with the armor and elusive. That's a lot of armor for a creature with elusive. And mm -hmm. uh, it says that each of its neighbors gains destroyed. Move each amber on this creature to a neighboring Optiogorkus. Um so basically it just delays your well in most cases it's just going to delay your opponent getting that amber back um i could see there being some really weird interactions if you had like this and curiosaurus where you could like move one and then move the rest onto this or something mm -hmm. like that um but uh i kind of feel like my only, I, th I think it's a great card. I think this should maybe even have been like an uncommon instead of a rare. Like I just, I feel like it's a really cool effect, and I wish I saw it more. Yeah, I mean, this could even be a common. Um, I think this serves a similar role to Perfecta Salido. It's probably a bit more balanced. Um, yeah. I think it's a great, um, a well-designed card. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I think Perfectus Ludo is better than this. Um, yeah. I still think it's pretty close, though. Three armor elusive. That's not easy to deal with. Right. Yeah, that's that's sticking around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least certainly through fighting and doing damage, it's going to be challenging to get rid of it. You're just going to need some you know, blow it up completely kind of effect. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, next up, we have patronage. Action, move half the amber from a creature to your pool. Routing up, move the remaining half, uh, amber from that creature to your opponent's pool. So how does it work? Uh, amber is on a creature, and it's moved to your pool. Um, so if there's one amber on a creature, and it's your creature, you have uh, taken the amber that was your opponent's um, mm -hmm. and moved it to your pool. Um, now, let's say you have um, lots of amber on a creature. Then it's sort of a like cash out uh, uh -huh. effect because it says, okay, we'll just split it. Yeah. Um, if the amber's all on the other side, you know, I'll take half, you take half, we'll call it a day. Mm -hmm. And uh, same thing with the amber that I've I've captured from you. Mm -hmm. uh, you you get half of it back. So if I captured four amber from you, and the net result of that is like I stole. Um. Let, yeah. Let's just say I stole two and captured two. Essentially. Mm -hmm. Um. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um. And on the other side, if you had four amber and I played the patronage, um, I'm basically conceding that I am not able to destroy this creature anytime soon, and so I'm just gonna get the amber half of the amber back um so it's it's pretty versatile mm -hmm. card yeah so uh i had a a game recently against a heart of the forest deck uh this is the the first week of coat eight and um i lost but part of why i i lost was Early on, I, I could have stopped him from forging key one, but because I knew it was a heart of the forest deck, I was actually hoping to just like push him into key two before he could get anything out. Um, mm -hmm. which it sounds so weird, but that was that was my mentality. Um, and I I realized afterward it anyway it didn't work out because he was able to really hard stall and. And do a you know combo turn where he forged these two and three, but um, I realized if I had captured a bunch to to hold him off of key one, he would have he would have eventually got enough amber to get to key one, and I could have used patronage to push him into key two <laughs> later. Mm -hmm. um, and and uh, yeah, it was a big it was a big like I don't know if it would have worked out. But I was trying to theory craft, you know, okay, what can I learn from this terrible defeat? Um, and uh, I, 
that's what I came up with was that if I had foreseen how the match was going to go, I maybe could have done some cool patronage shenanigans to to force key to win. But yeah, I think Sorian house scares Heart of the Forest players a lot. Mm -hmm. Um I mean, of course, artifact control disrupts the whole combo. Um, exalting can disrupt it too. Yeah. It's just uh, complicated to execute. Yeah. Yep. Very much so. Right. Next up, we have Saurus Rex. He's the leader. Um, six power, fight, reap. If he's in the center of a battle line, you may exalt it. If you exalt it, search your deck for a Saurian card, reveal it, and put it in your hand. Shuffle your deck. Yep. Uh, it's good. Grab the best Saurian card or the most appropriate one from your deck and bring it out. Yes, the effect is, is slow. It does have an exalt. And you're not necessarily getting those really whoa Saurian cards in Mass Mutation that you tended to see. Right. <clears throat> more often in Worlds Collide. So, as far as leaders go, he, he's, he's okay. Mm -hmm. um, I don't often use this to great effect. Maybe near the end of the game, you can get that great card that just closes things out. Um, but uh, I guess if you can pull one of your artifacts, like uh, Amphora or Curiosaurus or something early, like that's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, it's hard when you compare to like, um, like Val, for example. I think Val's I, I, best of the, you know, if you get her in the center of the battle line, it doesn't matter what cards you have in your hand. It almost doesn't matter. Ninety nine percent of cards you're gonna be happy to have. Um, you know, if you have Zenzi in the middle and you're drawing to eight, you're going to be happy um, no matter what else is in your deck. Whereas with Saurus Rex, for it to be valuable, you kind of have to have like some really high impact cards that are really timing sensitive. Mm -hmm. um, and so, and, and he's a rare, so kind of have to have this big confluence. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it has a high potential be a, a really awesome effect but probably the average impact of it is not very high yeah and i, I think in worlds collide he's just, he's doing more than he's doing in yeah. mass mutation sure for sure okay uh next up is sorry about that um another excellent pun uh, it's a, an action. It has play, destroy a creature. Its controller gains an amber. Um, I think this might be better, because this was in Worlds Collide, right? Um, but I think it's better here, because you have a, a lot more um, good destroyed... I, I think you have a lot more good destroyed effects in Mass Mutation, just because of the, the hybrid cards. Um, and so I think suddenly you, you have, a, a a lot more creatures that, and yeah, 
destroy, get a cool effect, get an amber. Um, and if your opponent has a really nasty creature that you need to deal with, then it might be worth giving you. Yeah, I, I like the versatility here. I mean, destroy any creature is is pretty useful. And uh, gaining one, yes, near the end of the game, that can put them over the edge for the third key, and it could be awkward. Um, I I usually like uh, playing with this card. I think, yeah, there's not a lot of cards in the game that just say destroy a single creature that you pick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I saw Whale of the, Whale of the Damned, like, mm -hmm. nice. Mm -hmm. Almost an unconditional destroy. Right. Certainly outside of mass mutation, it becomes, yeah, almost unconditional. Yep. Uh, I remember when I first saw Draining Touch, I was really impressed. I was like, this card mm. looks great. Um, destroy a creature with no amber. How often do creatures have amber on them? Um, <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then you see Worlds Collide Sarian in action, and oh. Yep. When I need this to count, it doesn't. Yeah, but but it is. I mean, what uh, Mark's deck has four of those and constantly destroying boards. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Next up is Skilla, uh, who's a seven-power beast, and has the text: Each enemy creature gains reap. Deal four to this creature. Um. That's a, I, I think it's a really nice effect. Um, stuff that destroys or, or stuns or whatever enemy creatures after they reap runs the risk of like, okay, well, if they just push themselves up into check for key three, then, then it doesn't matter. But um, in the early and mid game, this is really a really powerful effect. Yes. And this creature has seven power, and there's no, uh, it only deals four damage, whatever. Like, this is a tough one to get rid of. Uh, Barrister Joya, you can fight it. You can toss a few creatures into, into her. Uh, this card, I mean, yes, you can also toss a few creatures, but we'll see what the counterpart, the, the counterpart does. Yeah. Cause even more problems. Yep. Um, and seven, I mean, yeah, now big. your six power creatures you thought could could live against Bears to Joya are not surviving against this. Yep. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. All right, speaking of real good, um, we have Senator Brackus, four power uh, dinosaur politician. You may spend amber on friendly creatures as if it were in your pool. Fight, reap, exalt, Senator Brackus. I I do think his stock has gone down a little bit um, because of the lack of taunt and protection yes. options yep. in Saurian. Um, the warding is much less. The taunting is much less. So Sender Brackus just seems more, more balanced than it was. It's still really, really good. Okay. 
Yeah, well, I would just say, I, I'll just add to that. I think uh, mass mutation brachis is like, is witch level, right? Like you, ha you have to purge the witch. But mm -hmm. yeah, Worlds Collide <laughs> brachis was like, uh, it was like if Hunting Witch was an eight power creature or something be like what <laughs> why would you do that yeah. um but because uh, obviously you have to have the synergy but yeah because of the protection there were just so many situations where you could make brackets almost impossible to and uh yeah the mass mutation version just it's still super good it's just less offensive <laughs> yeah yeah All right, uh, next up, so Salt, Amber Pip, Alpha, play until the start of your next turn. Creatures cannot read. So Diplomacy and So Salt are similar. Um, yes. This one just puts a hard stop to reaping um, rather than discouraging it through exalting them or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, I think So Salt is okay um i i like it a lot more in diplomacy turning off reaping can be very helpful um in slowing the game down particularly in worlds collide and mass mutation and if you're playing your first saurian turn and you play so salt um you are achieving a lot there uh -huh. um and you could also let's say you do have saurian creatures you so salt maybe it's uh you're planning to fight anyway and you can get some fights on, or you can decide that, okay, I was going to reap for two, but they were going to reap for five. Right. So this was a fair trade as I try to set up more of a response. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it oftentimes with Saurian, your game plan, many Saurian game plans involve stalling to, to get the right of a combo in place. So, yeah, I guess it it can be good in that sense. Um, I'd probably almost always rather have opposition research than this because mm. um, it only applies to the opponent. Um, but yeah, in the right moment, this is this can save you the game for sure. Yeah. So if you if you have more than one creature, yeah, you do come out behind. Um, because if you had just one, then I guess it would be equivalent. Yeah. To opposition research, although they opposition research also has the damage pip. Mm -hmm. So um yeah. It probably worse more than it's better, uh, mm -hmm. compared to that card. Mm -hmm. Um but this being the version Sorian, I, I think it's it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Saurians are probably happier going ahead and fighting instead of reaping much of the time. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, okay. Uh, Tertiate is an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you destroy one third of all enemy creatures and one third of all friendly creatures. And each time you're rounding up. Um, so another one, I've seen people occasionally get a little stuck on the math, but round, you round up. Uh, but, uh, 
yeah, I think this is this is a really good, interesting one. And again, as a as a mirror effect here, the power is that you're picking which third of your creatures get destroyed, and which you know you're you're picking your creatures that have the destroyed effects and their creatures that have reap effects, right? Mm -hmm. Or constant mm -hmm. effects, um, and that could be pretty good. You got it. Um, cool. And then the next one is the, uh, yeah, the counterpart to Skilla, and uh, it's Charybdis, who's a seven power beast that says each enemy creature gains before fight, lose one amber. Um, and I, I was, I was thrilled when I saw the, the cards, the two cards, partially just like I, cause I, you know, growing up reading, uh, story of Odysseus trying to get between Scylla and Charybdis, um, who are, you know, Greek mythical creatures. Um, I was, I was just really excited to see that story represented, um, mm -hmm. And I think they did. I think they did a, a great job, right? Like, okay, you if you reap, this terrible thing will happen to you. But if you fight, this terrible thing will happen to you. And uh, and how do you how do you get out of this terrible situation? Um, and then of course, because Charybdis is special rarity, it's just any time you get skill, you automatically get Charybdis. So and if you if you get them both mm -hmm. on the board together, it's uh, pretty uh, pretty crushing. Yeah, I think the pair is is devastating. Um, yeah, both have seven power. They both, uh, well, Charybdis is doing most of the protection of the situation because mm -hmm. of the before fight lose one. So they're they're doing amber control in like different ways. Uh, one is preventing you from generating. The other one is making you lose it so it is it is a nightmare when both of those are on the field against you i also noticed um that it says each enemy creatures gains oh before fight lose one and is that typo on the actual card i'll have oh. to go look at my decks wow that is a that's a good question um yeah i might look for one while you're <laughs> while you're reading the huh. next card okay all right, Lycosaurus, five power mutant dinosaur skirmish and play. You may exalt Lycosaurus if you do deal three to a creature. Um, I I like the Lyco mute, uh, mutation. It's probably my third favorite one behind Fiend and then Dino and then Lyco and probably after that Xeno. Uh, yeah. Then maybe Sacro, uh, and then Bot, I would put near the bottom. And the worst is Thief, in my opinion. Mm. The Bot one, I just never found that interesting. I think in, in multiples, it can be pretty good. Anyway, yeah, yeah, like the source. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say about the Thief, um, the only, um, the only time where that's ever like really good, I think, is on is like techno because if you have a cool reap effect um 
and the elusive maybe helps protect it. But I'd probably, in that case, rather have, like, I might even rather have the armor or or the destroyed effect. But, yeah. Oh, and by the way, yes, the typo is on Charybdis for real on the card. Which enemy creatures. Yep. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, stuff happens. I think we need, a, we need a ruling on that one. <laughs> what is a creature's? <laughs> I think we're probably good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I like skirmish. I think this is a big body. It's good for fighting, obviously. Um, so this is this is your muscle. Mm -hmm. Okay. Totally. Next up, monuments of Faust action. It's artifact. Action ability, keys cost plus one during your opponent's next turn. If Faust is in your discard pile, keys cost plus two. It's it's all right. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. it, it invites the, the clear comparison to Lash of Broken Dream, right. which is just three unconditional. Right. Um, so this is definitely a worse effect. Yep. Um, that said... It's still, it's still good, and yeah. If you have this card in your deck, that means you have Faust in your deck, so you're getting some other ways to increase the key cost, and this could just give you that one or two more that you need to take your opponent off key. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. It's so it's so hard not to compare. <laughs> <laughs> to lash <laughs> but yeah you know increasing your opponent's key cost by two is a, is a good effect right that's a solid effect um it's just not lash yeah and one thing about this is like saurian creatures because they tend to be stickier like you may be in the saurian house more often as the game uh -huh. is going on now compared to this mm -hmm. um but then some of the nice disc decks have arise in this many creatures with good effects. So, yeah. Yep. Um, okay, next uh, we have another monument, the Monument to Octavia. This is uh, an artifact, it's a location, and it says, action, a friendly creature captures one. If Octavia is in your discard pile, that creature captures two instead. Um, and... Uh, so yeah, this is really comparable, I think, to City Gates. Um, very similar, you know, conditional effect. Um, and I think it's worth noting if you have like if you have this and Monument to Ludo, um, you you kind of have a every time you go if if those creatures are in your discard, every time you go sorry and you can erase two amber. But uh, but then you have to think you know okay well. Do I get both cards out? Could I have gotten better cards that would have just helped me win before they got that amber? Um, but still, um, interesting effects for dragging the game out. Yep. I, this is my second favorite monument. Hmm. Um, I have more than once just discarded Octavia from hand so that I could use this to capture two. Yeah, that's smart. In Octavia, no play effect. Yep. 
Uh, and then the next monument is to Primus. This is uh, an artifact, a location. Action, move one amber from a friendly creature to another friendly creature. If console Primus is in your discard pile, move one amber from a creature to another instead. Um, and I, I, yeah, I like this if you get, um, well, the effect without Primus in the discard pile is not so nice. Um, I, I don't, yeah, that really doesn't matter to me very much. But um, mm -hmm. if it's if you have it out and you like have Primus on the board, then I think your opponent kind of might even think, ugh, why even mess with the Primus? Like, if it goes to the discard pile, they'll, they'll just be able to do the effect anyway. So, you know, I'll, I'll prioritize something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that is an interesting take on the viability of killing the Primus. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, whether it's the... Yeah, so I guess you have the monument, you know, they're sort of out of luck. Um, but the, the effect isn't that powerful. Uh -huh. Yeah, you, you could have had two Chant of Hubris instead of Primus and Monument. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, Monument to Tricks. So this is my favorite monument. Mm -hmm. You may spend Amber on Monument to Tricks if it were in your pool. Action, move one Amber from your pool to Monument to Tricks. If Citizen Tricks is in your discard pile, move one Amber from any player's pool to Monument to Tricks instead. Yeah. This is great. You steal Amber and place it on the artifact, which they may not have a way to get back ever. And it's totally safe. It's banked. Um, so it's like um, safe place in pocket universe, except you can populate it with the amber your opponent made. Yeah. Yeah, that's real good. Yeah. So yeah, without the second part, I mean, it's just another, it's pocket universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I think the second part makes it really great that you can uh, once they get rid of citizen tricks, which is something they want to do because that card can go can go off. Mm -hmm. They now have to deal with the monument. Well, so I think this fits the monument theme very well, where mm -hmm. you're sort of haunted from the grave mm -hmm. by tricks. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, yeah, comparing this to like safe place and pocket universe, those. Um... If if you see that your opponent has artifact destruction, you're probably going to choose not to action them as opponent pull up the artifact and you lose your amber. Um, but yeah, with monuments tricks, it's like, well, it's it's my opponent's amber, so <laughs> right, who cares? Um, yeah, it's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> And you can, if you have Shrix and multiples, I think there just needs to be any of the Shrixes are in the discard for this yeah. trigger. Yeah, that is true. And you're never sad to see multiple Shrixes, so. <laughs> yep. Uh, three Shrixes and one of these would be pretty fantastic. Totally. Okay, next up we have Sacrosaurus. Mutant Dinosaurus, six power, two armor. You may exalt Sacrosaurus if you do deal three to a creature. It's just more muscle. Um, yeah. Probably. Would I want two Lyco sources or one Sacro, one Lyco? Hmm. 
Sometimes you do need six. Yeah. Just to take something out. So yep. I would say maybe I would want the variety there. What okay. about you? Yeah, no, I think I think that's true there. Like um probably if I could just have one or the other, I'd rather have the Actually, if I could only have one or the other, I might rather have this. Having both is nice, but mm -hmm. they are—they definitely are good in different situations. Mm -hmm. um, the the next one is um, also I think really good. Technosaurus, uh, five power mutant dinosaur has the play deal damage effect if you exalt, and then reap discard a card from your hand if you do draw a card. Um, that is some of the only efficiency in Sarian. And um, uh, it's one of the few um, of the techno creatures that's so big, that's five power. So it adds survivability to what I think is a pretty good effect. Um, and then having the play effect is actually nice. So, yeah, I like yep. this one. Yeah, same here. Um, I think getting that efficiency in the Saurian house is is nice. It's one of the cases where I'm a bit warmer on the bot effect than I usually am. Huh. Just because establishing Saurian artifacts and, and creatures early, uh -huh. like they're, they're sticky. Right. Huh, yeah. Um, and then the next one is Umbrasaurus. This is probably the worst one. It's a four-power mutant dinosaur <laughs> with elusive, and then it has that play effect as well. And, I mean, it's just, it's okay, but it's not, they have a huge game of impact. Yeah, I, I don't think much of it. All right, Xenosaurus. <clears throat> so as the dino play effect and then fight, look at the top three cards of your deck, put one in your hand and one on the bottom of your deck. So this fight effect is extremely powerful. Uh -huh. However, it is a fight effect and just difficult to trigger. Um, I think pretty much you need the armor. Uh, so like uh, Xeno Knight or uh -huh. um, Xeno Beast. Uh, Xenosaurus. I think a trigger once, yeah, maybe twice if you're lucky, um, and then you're losing that exalted amber that you had um, by fighting. So, seems a bit of an anti synergy to me. Yeah, it's it's better. Yeah, I I agree. The the um, combining it with skirmish or armor is the best, but putting on a big body is the next best. And occasionally in Sarian, you're going to be able to like drop wards on things, so um, you might get a few pieces. Mm -hmm. All right, and then the last card, I guess I'll do the last two. Yeah. Days Hillis. Uh, 20 power mutant. Giant creature. Play. Capture all of your opponent's amber. Deal five to an enemy creature. Fight reap. Move one amber from Days Hillis to common supply. Deal two to each enemy creature. This can be a menace. Um, 20 power. It deals 20 damage when it's fighting. No 
no softening um, <laughs> at all. Come in stunned or yeah, nothing. Yeah, it's just ready to go, and it really wreck havoc. Like, uh, five five damage to a creature on play. Like, yep, it'll. That's pretty much a targeted removal. Uh-huh. And then dealing two to each enemy creature, I mean, you're wiping out a lot of the smaller creatures with good effects by reaping and uh, deleting amber from it. So, right. yeah, you get this with Ancient Power or Ludo, and yeah, you really will be wreaking havoc on your opponent. Um, Robnar89 has a, a deck with two of these, and I remember playing against it and you know, it came out the first time and it was annoying. Uh, came out a second time, it was annoying. And then it came out a third time and he hadn't flipped his deck and I was trying to piece together what had happened. And it was, um, I think, you know, the first time he had it's one copy of it's coming and a half. So he got the other. Oh, no, no. I think the first time he just had it. So he played it from hand. The second time he had one half and it's coming. And so he pulled the missing half from the discard pile and then mm-hmm. it died. And then he got the other half and the other it's coming and was able to pull the other half from the discard pile. And so he got three plays in one pass of the deck of, of a card that says capture all your member. Yeah. And like and it was exhausting. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You just think you've made progress, and then nope. And I think that deck also has uh, Sins and yes. a Forge Compiler, and it is a, it's quite a force. Not okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Um, mm-hmm. uh, how do you how do you rank this compared to the other, um, the other gigantics? Uh, like Ultra Graviton or Nifflecog? Yeah. Mm, this, I think this is the strongest one. Yeah. Uh, it just does something so uh, impactful to the game state, like, right away. Yeah. Archiving five top five cards of your deck, like, yes, it's a lot of efficiency, and it's nice. Um this card sort of just skips the intermediate step, like or intermediate step. You archive cards and play cards to advance amber and eventually forge keys. Like this, just takes all the opponent's amber and puts it on a creature that is really difficult yeah. to remove, and will become a big problem um, if the you can go into Saurian over and over, and you're just wrecking their board. Yep. Yeah, it's real good. Uh, it doesn't. Does his deck have Dominator Bobble? I don't remember that for sure, but I've seen this index with Dominator Bobble, um, Dominator Bobble, Essence Scale, things like that, and it can get, um, get real. Yes. Um, oh no, it he... can't get terrible. Um, I don't recall whether his deck has Dominator Bubble. I, d- I don't. I don't think it does. I think. Um, oh no, I'm. 
I collared I collared his Ducilius. That's what happened. Which, yeah, I've done that before too. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, I collared it and I had Dominator Bubble and it was a very silly it didn't work out for me, but it was a fun game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The, and then uh he has a gluttony in that deck. Yeah. Uh which works well with this. Um has envy. Too well. Yeah. Yeah. That's a special deck. Yeah. Yep. Um, Backflash. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that is that's a top contender, sure. Um cool. Okay, well, um any any final any final thoughts about uh Mass Mutation Sarian? I I uh I kept you super long, but thanks for sticking around for the ride. Yeah, it was fun. Any uh yeah, any final tips or notes? Um, I think the Saurian house is pretty fun. Um, you should try it out. It's it's competitive in this set. Mm-hmm. It's not as much as um like the World's Collide Saurian was so evidently strong. Uh, yeah. This I think takes a little bit more getting used to. Um, there's a lot of powerful combos I, I think it's a strong house mm-hmm. yeah i agree you have to get the the right puzzle pieces in place but if you can click them in place then it's um pretty bonkers mm-hmm. um cool all right well thanks uh thanks again so much julian for joining me and uh for anybody watching this thanks for uh going on the ride with us and um we're we're yeah we've just been very having a good time with mass mutation and then we're also very excited for dark tidings to come out soon and see what what new Sarian monsters are are coming our way so um hopefully you'll stick with it and uh uh before too long we'll have an opportunity to get together and forge some keys yep that'd be great